Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Anything else you want to sing, songstress? No, I think that is all. Say, and I think I'm good. <laughs> Say no. I can't. <laughs> Welcome to getting ignorant with it. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. You know who I am. If you don't, guess what? I'm gonna tell you. I'm Shonda Nicole. I'm a Maria La. And again, this is. I ain't even gonna sing it. This is getting ignorant with it. <laughs> uh, thank the Lord. This is the wonderful show in which we go over different uh, shows, movies, and other visual content pieces. Um, Every two or so weeks? We show up when we show up. Twice and a month. As long as you're subscribed, you'll know that. Because you know what? All right, you're right. Let me, let, let me stop because I will, I will give you all these bars that y'all are not asking for. I know I'm not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's begin with Greenleaf. Okay. Wow. That that was the season finale, right? Yes. Yeah, wow. Only ten episodes this season because we're being very good to ourselves. Yeah. No. Wow. That was poor. Poor Charity. Just poor Charity. She just. She got left for a man and also left for left a white for a woman. White woman. Girl, where are you gonna go now? You just gotta be gay. <laughs> you just I, gotta be gay. I was thinking about it. What happened to that old ass man from the funeral home last season? Because mm. he was talking up Cherry like he wanted her to do something at his shop. Well, you like know, he back then to... she still was. She still was. Uh, she was only off. She had only fallen off of one major horse, which was the first husband. You know what I mean? So no, because it was Jabari. Oh, you know Jabari too. Yeah, that was a hard one too. Uh, well, she probably she she ain't fall off enough horses. Now, if he show up now. She probably gave him some play. I hope so, cause a light skinned man fucked over, a dark skinned man fucked over. And you talking? You always bringing up colors. Bro. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> you always bringing up colors, so you're like, no, it doesn't matter. She kept, she keeps getting fucked over, and you know what it is? It's these saved men. She need to get about that church. Get about that church and go find you a, a guy who just, you know, just does morally right things. And keep it moving. You want to be doing, oh, let me live by the Lord. Look, 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 look what the Lord done sent you. And we know the Lord don't make mistakes. So obviously you the mistake in the church. Move, go on. Stop looking for love in the church, bro. It's not where it is. Speaking of love. 
I you see what the hell the pastors is doing these days in churches. Look what huh. my daddy was doing. Uh, yeah, hello. A young thing came along and he left well, the shit, mama. Well, shit, word. We, can, we don't even got to look in real life. Greenleaf, they done wrote up so much bullshit. You can just look at your own. Look around, Charity. <laughs> look at the men you surrounded by. Get away from them. Your brother <laughs> was a serial cheater on his wife. Ooh, don't get me started on her, honey. But we should. She said, after all the times that I just... He said, but I ain't give you no mercy. I said, oh, shit. Shit. He is hurt and burnt. I don't think he took the pills yet, so he's still burning. He's burnt. <laughs> he's, he's burnt. Watch the pee, young man. Poor thing. He like, yo, he was so casual with it. Hey, hey, you seen the pills from such and such as bladder infection? See, you don't got no bladder infection. What you mean? <laughs> that is not a bladder infection, but D. That that thing that that thing that's happening right there, that, that little drip. Mm-mm. Drip drip. You need to go see somebody about that. Drip drip. Yeah, that's just <laughs> oh gosh. But you know what? See, that's that's what the fuck she get, first of all. Because it's bad enough you having an affair, mm-hmm. but then you want to put like it's bad enough you already put in your part like taking that option from your partner within the relationship. But then on top of that, you want to put health risk. You know what I mean? Involving health risk as well. Like first of all, if you want to be a disgusting person and step out of your relationship, then do it safely. Don't put your partner at risk because you want to be acting like you know what I mean. You want to be out here flying in the wind, hot in the pants. You want to be out here just doing. Come on now. Laying it low and spreading it wide. There you go. You want to be out here busting it open for a real nigga. Or he's a Spanish. Yeah, I was you want to be busting it open for a real, you know, uh Bobby Chula. There you go. And 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 he probably busting it open for somebody else and I look at you. Nasty. No, nah, like I that, that I that, you know I felt like good for her. But I also felt like, God damn, girl, I expected more from you. Is it wrong that I'm kind of wondering if Judy messed around with Fernando and Phil? Who's Judy? Judy is Bob's daughter. Mm. Mm. I don't know how Judy get around. She looked like the type that she looked like she she looked like she lays for two reasons: one to get up and one to get off. Did that make sense? To move up in the world and another to get off. Mm-hmm. I'm smart. Hey. <laughs> but I kind of wanted to, did you think Carissa ever really loved Jacob, but this was all about her getting up? I feel like at one point or another, it might have been love, but I feel like after after you take somebody back that's cheating on you like more than one time, mm. then in that situation, I'm, no, of course it wasn't love. Like it, she, she, it was love, but it was like safe love. Like I love you. To this extent, but I'm not going to tell you that. But in my in my own mind, I have these specific reservations. So, like, I won't love you past this because I've seen what you can do. However, I see the benefit of being with you. I feel like May's in the same situation. Oh yeah, definitely. But most women are. Most women like that. Like that's most women. Literally, most women. It's it's like oh, you keep fucking me over. You did me wrong damn okay i forgive you you do that shit again now it's like i'm kind of immune to the hurt like i've already dealt with the 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 pain and the feeling of that so it's like okay if i'm gonna stay it's out of convenience it's it's out of convenience or out of benefit real talk and that's why it's so hard to get through the people the older they get yeah like but then listen it's harder to get through them the older they get but when they finally get to be by themselves 
Find you a single, like, find you a single man, a man who's been by himself for a couple years. That's my father. Shit. They tell you straight up, nah, this is easy. I like it this way because I come and go. I do what I want. I don't have to answer to nobody. It gets easier. Like, it's that where where May is right now, I would say that's the hard patch. But if you can get right past that, then you're like, oh, wait a minute now, bitch. I don't, I don't have to wear my Spanx all the time. Oh, I don't got to sleep on this satin pillow. I, I could just let my shit out, let my kitchen kink up the way I want to. He ain't nobody kissing on my neck. Oh, bet. Listen, I'm, try, I'm trying to tell you. Where she is right now is the hard part. After that, once you get to that, that's why all these older people that be single, they don't really be lonely. They be having friends. They refuse to call any of them they, they boyfriend or their girlfriend. It's my friend because they got a lot of them. Mm-hmm. That's why all them little mm-hmm. homes have mad Got all, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. That's because these little niggas is out here. They rolling in these streets. <laughs> Which kind of makes me think, since um, little Sophia gave it up to Dante, mm-hmm. you think she's going to end up with an STD since, she, well, she can't get pregnant? Because you know something bad's going to come from that. Yeah, of course, because the writers have to have something bad happen to her. Um, and also, what's a good STD for her to deal with? Oh, okay. Let's play the game. Assign the STD. Chlamydia is already on the table. All so right. Who's so next? chlamydia is taken. Uh, Let's not forget Dante's a basketball player, so he may have holes in different area codes. Definitely a gonorrhea case. Mm, gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. That's definitely a gonorrhea case. I can definitely see it. That being gonorrhea. Definitely. At this point, it's her whole thing with Faith pretty much done and over with since she wants to be the quote-unquote bad girl. She's getting there. I mean, but but my, my thing is, like, I, I don't like it. I don't like it on her. I hate when the good girls try to suddenly be the bad girls. Like, no, bitch, stay in your lane. Go to Bible study. You're late. But my thing is, after her... She had such a good season for between her losing her faith, losing her was it her uterus or her ovaries, or was it both? Mm. I forget. Oh, I know she either way, she can't have kids. Yeah. So it's kind of like after that, you would think between diving deep into college and trying to distract herself with that, maybe trying to look into other faith, she would have did something productive. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really like her character. Like, when I look at these characters, I look at, like, if I was in this story, if I was, you know what I mean, in the show, maybe not a main person in the show, but if I knew these people in real like life, would I like them? I wouldn't like her. I mean, she'd be nice, but I wouldn't go, I wouldn't be like, oh, I care about what you got going on. Would you say the same about Zora? I like Zora, but then that I might just be colorist because Zora's brown skin, her skin's really pretty. It is really pretty. She's, they, like, super pretty. They know how to doll her up well. Do they? Do they? Whatever they lack with Charity Boy, they do it for Zora. Because she be hitting. Charity has good skin, though. No, Charity's very pretty. Very pretty. I mean, I mean just in, in the way that they treat Charity. Whatever they lack in that, they, they, they do right by Zora. Cause she they be... put Zora through the ring in last season. This season, though, they like, we'll let you nothing. chill. Because they needed to. Shit, she needed to have a chill year. She was wilding last year. Her hard-headed ass. But well, you know, her hard-headed, soft ass, because somebody was whooping that shit. All right, too far. I'm sorry. It wasn't too far. Well, it was very appropriate, because somebody was whooping that shit. Be it the boyfriend or the parents, she was getting that ass beat. And now she's nice and calm. Yeah, she's she tired. She's recovering. <laughs> Every time you see the poor child, she laying on her side. She's tired. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it also helps that she has her own space now? Yeah, it definitely does. 
that's pretty much what she probably was like craving or searching for the whole time anyway because it looked like she she needed space to find herself and she didn't have that space you know being so I don't want to say being so close with the cousin but when you are close in age with another female relative mm-hmm. it's kind of like you don't get to grow the way you would like to grow because your family is looking at y'all and they're like okay well y'all obviously need to be growing in the same way but Sophia didn't come into the picture until like until, a couple of years ago I know ago. I know I know but since I've been watching the show and I've been watching for what is this three seasons no this is season Five? All right then. So season been, four. This is season four. Yeah, so this has been a couple of years. So I don't recall the initial question, but um, I feel like my answer was somewhere along those lines. I feel the same. <laughs> How do you feel about Mac's name still being relevant? Who? Mac. May's old brother. Oh, that, yeah. That's, Especially the whole Carissa thing where Mac may have set up the death of the person who used to own the Greenleaf Mansion and all well, that. Well, yeah. Uh, it seems like a bit much. But you know what? They had to do something to, to give Carissa a, a, a fighting hand. Because when he told her, get out or whatever, it was just kind of like, oh, damn. Like, that's it. They had they had to, you know, give her a little ammo. Here, take three, take these three bullets and, you know, make this do. That's what that is. They had and, he just happened to be one of the bullets. I feel like I wish they would let that man rest because I don't want to keep attention on somebody who was doing something inappropriate with children. But I understand for the story's sake. But I could do without him. I could do without the mention of him. I could do without a lot of the things that they do that just be a little too dramatic for me. But then again, this is a dramatic show. so. But I feel like it's gone completely toward a soap opera nonsense. Like I everything agree. in the kitchen sink at this point. Okay, can we talk about this random ass person that walked out the woods? Yes, who everybody thinks is AJ, Faith's son, and a whole bunch of other fairies. And of course, all the social media pages are like, guess who this is? It's like, okay, y'all begging for another season, but y'all didn't really give us reason to want one. So I'm like, okay, what is he he real? Is he the real AJ? Is that what he's saying? But that's the dumbest idea ever. Yeah, I agree. Like, I like I don't. The best thing that could be is like some type of angelic figure, because the way. Okay, he... thank you. Because I was like, I didn't want to say it, and then you give me one of those judgmental tone faces that you do. <laughs> I didn't want to look to my right, and then you know, just be you. You know how you be perched, which looking over your glasses. A I little haven't bit gone to church you, in a long time. Listen. I got a church lady look. And you do. You got a first lady's. No, you got you got a big mama church look. I got the one who wants to pass it, but I ain't gonna get the pastor look. Matter of fact. <laughs> I know exactly who you are. I'm gonna show you. Later. I'm gonna show you which one you are. Though. But uh, oh, um, but yeah, I, I I took it as an angelic figure too, cause it's like, cause and, some... and like, what made me mad is like as he's walking away, they trying to be all dramatic with the camera angles and shit, and I'm like, so you just gonna turn your back to this stranger who just knew your name? He just can't, told you he just walked up on the on the yard. Knew your name and he walking off. You gonna turn your back to him, bitch? I would have been watching him walk away until he couldn't listen. Matter of fact, let me follow you. Where are you heading? Because there's also a question: How did he get past security? You feel me? Is she, is she all naive? Tell me, I just walked up, bitch. How? Because last was they time, sleeping? Last time I checked, the property's nice, but the outside area, in Memphis, I don't know about that. Like. Child, so yeah, I think it was some angelic figure as well, and given the the, the message, everything must ex- expire or whatever. Because that makes it sound like the Greenleaf family need to end this whole religious thing. Listen, because at this point, 
nobody's it's really constant. about it no more. Exactly. It's it's like everybody's fighting to get to the whole. Everybody's fighting to to do this religious thing, but nobody's being religious about the fight. Like everybody's fighting. It's dirty. all about power and status. Yeah. James wants to do blackmail. May just wants the status. She wants to be she up just, front yeah. of center and heard by Bitch, somebody. This is my church. Just this. She wants church. That's it. That's just what she wants. Well, they always said when it comes to businesses, a second generation usually loses it all. Oh yeah. So excuse me, I agree. Grace is right on schedule. Now it sounds about <laughs> right. Well, we've been waiting. <laughs> well, how do you feel about H and H going into another season? H and H, what's that? Um, Harmony and Hope, Bob's company. Oh, 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 yeah. As they was because you wasn't was fond of them for this whole yeah, season. Yeah, no, so. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not excited about it. But if they can focus more of the drama on, like the second, like you know, outside of the church, the drama that's going on, like um, Jake and Carissa, I I want to know more about their situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Grace and and her angels, I want to know more about that. You know, those things, then I'll still continue to watch. But if the main focus is the fight to get the church back, I'm good. Then I probably won't. And then all that whole, oh no, we're not trying to make it a, a a white church. We're trying to make it an all people church. Yeah, I'm not. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. They said, what? You getting out on time? Church end at one, and we're gonna be in the parking lot by one o five. That's not my type of service. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my type. I'm sorry. We'll leave them one last thing, since I always think about this when the season ends. Time jump or no time jump? Hmm. Mm, I feel like a time jump wouldn't be beneficial here because there's so much. It's like so much dust, like that that hasn't settled. You know what I mean? Like the way that they just ruffled it up in, the, in this final episode this season, I don't feel like a time jump would explain everything that we need to know. Unless then, well, I'm assuming we say time jump. I'm assuming you mean time jump forward definitely for it because as much as i would like to actually meet and get to know faith i know that's never gonna happen i don't want to meet and get to know faith why she's like the core to all this popping off she's dead though she's she's gone like i don't i don't want to go back and know why this happened like it, it wasn't enough to interest me to like i don't know maybe i don't know I, i'm I, I have no i've i've come to terms with her death i've mourned her Oh. Already, so I'm more her in the first season after the first episode. So taking into consideration, the only person who's now at Calvary is now Charity, who may or may not quit because of the Phil situation. Oh, she's definitely quitting. Are you kidding me? I done got my heart broke three times over this daggone church. You crazy. I'm out this bitch. No, she's <laughs> definitely quitting. So then what's next? And on top of that, you gonna ditch me for a bitch that be in here? <laughs> in my space? Bitch, this is my house. God, tell him. Tell him, Jesus. No, she's leaving. She's definitely about that bitch. So then what's next mm-hmm. for the Greenleaf family then? Cause I don't know. Their main income was that church. I don't know. That's a good question. And that house, is that house expensive. is expensive. That house has to be staffed. We don't see Makeley that often. Shit. Shit. I mean, to be honest, we only see about three rooms of that bitch, but... Well, if you ever look at the behind-the-scenes stuff, that's probably about those rooms, because that's not an actual house. That's yeah. a set. I've never, I've never looked behind the scenes. <laughs> you be doing all your little research, boy. Not as much as I should, to be honest. Aww. 
Well, that's your fault. Damn. <laughs> okay, so speaking of research, let's go into the good doctor. <sighs> Sean, the good doctor. Sean, I want to know what. When do you think Claire's gonna finally hit rock bottom? Well, oh, excuse me. Because I'm just tired of her right at this point. Like, I need her to have a, a storyline. She just has a lot going on, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I can't recall if I've seen the latest episode. But we can talk about Atypical. I like Atypical. You want to just skip over Good Doctor move on to Atypical? Yeah. Alrighty, right, alrighty. I like Atypical. So, did you see the whole season of Atypical? I did. Like I said, the the last episode is a little fuzzy. Was the last episode when they stopped Homeboy from getting married, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I did see that. For some reason, I thought that was like the next to last episode. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Sam's journey this season, how you felt about it? I'm impressed. I'm happy for him. I, I, you can see, you like literally see his journey. You can see like the changes that he made, his observations, and just him coming into a young man. I was, I was very impressed with this season. I, I was very happy for him. Even like little things like him opening up more to um, Paige. Page, yeah, like when they was on the on the bed and she was telling him about school or whatever, and he's like, "College is hard." And she's like, "Yeah, college is hard." But they were looking away from each other because you know the social anxiety that you know he has or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they were just little holding little fingers. I just thought that was just that just was like, "All right, Sean, you got me fucked up." All right, <laughs> Sam, we there, bro. To be honest, every time I wrote a recap, I kept getting them mixed up. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit easier. It's a little easy to get them mixed up but for me i sam is more likable definitely more likable more personable and more human more human that's a good way to put it Sorry, i don't understand google we're not talking to you he <laughs> mm, told you my issue though when it comes to this season with zaheed mm. i feel like we were told we were met his parents in the last season, told that he was kind of a mess of screw up, especially because he come from a brown family, so you know, high expectations. Yeah. So when it came to this season and Gretchen came in, I was expecting her to have him grow up. But instead all but she But she was trashy though. But she So she 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 was giving him that adverse influence, like But at first, she didn't seem like she would be trashy. She seemed like someone that would challenge him to do better. I agree. Like especially when she was having a debate with Sam. It felt like she well, knew over she would. The, the penguins. Yeah, that no, the college thing. Got you, the college part. Yeah, she sounded it, like she. Because this, the way this show set up, if you're a villain, you're gonna be so basic and dumb. It's just sad. True. Like Nate last season with his issue with mm. Casey was just stupid, which made me so glad he was in one scene for this whole show. So, I get what you're saying about her, but at the same time, the. I guess the, the true story with the penguins mm-hmm. that one that that showed me like oh nah she ain't that real like she ain't I don't know I just got trashy vibe from maybe because I'm I grew up in North Carolina so I've seen enough of those type of white girls but plus they did find her literally next to a garbage dumpster that too <laughs> that didn't help at all oh yeah she trashy you know trash she she comes from a, a trashy environment. <laughs> Um, how about Doug and Elsa? Okay. Are you for them getting back together? Or you're like, they should have really separated and divorced. See, 
I'm always for whatever is going to make the people happy. You know what I mean? Whatever is going to help people live a better life. Now, my thing, first of all, God, can we take a moment and just Mm. help Elsa pick up her face from when she was standing there all ready for that concert? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that was messed up. baby. My girl was, she was ready. She had the leather on. She was going to party like it was 1985, honey. She was ready. But sipping the wine on the pregame. And that nigga came out like, all right, I'm heading out. I'll see you later. Bitch, what? My hair. I pinned it up and teased my bang. Like, bitch. But you knew Doug was doing that on purpose. He asked during a couple's therapy session, what was the process that caused you to cheat? And Mm -hmm. he literally laid it out in the same area, Mm -hmm. left the jacket of Megan right there for her to see, left the tickets right in the same area for Megan to see. Mm. He was a petty asshole. I agree. I definitely agree. But could it have been that he... Because his reaction to her, like, okay, first of all, kudos to her for feeling strong enough to say, you know what? Yeah, we just need to go ahead and have the talk about separating and us getting, you know, being apart or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when she brought that to the table, now, oh, I'm mind blown. I'm hurt. You're not even trying. Now I'm upset. Like, nah, but I was trying. You was throwing it in my face that you had this friendship, this other person who was making you happy, this other person who was making you smile. I understand. I did you wrong. I deserve it. However, I've had enough. I can't take anymore. And you kind of playing with it. Like, you you know, I, wanted you, I want us to rebuild. I want us to do better. And if you wanted that, you would be, you know what I mean, Give throwing me a little bit more rope as I'm trying to, like, you know, tie this shit up and, and make the rope work. But you over here like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm just snatch a little bit of this rope back. I ain't mean to give you that much. I meant to give you four inches, not five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, she gonna get tired. And once she once she showed him like, all right, listen, I'm I'm okay with giving you the space that you want. Pause it. We're recording. Can you? And we're back. And we're back. I had to take a little break. All right. Where what was I saying? You was talking about Elsa and the separation. Okay, yeah, so, oh, so once she brought the separation to the table, like, all right, well, you know what, I understand, I did you wrong, and I understand you're having a hard time getting past this, so I'm gonna go ahead, and we can, I'm gonna call a spade a spade, and we'll call it what it is. Now, he's acting, you know, real upset, like, you know what I mean, like, oh, I I wanted you to try, and all this is just like, but I was, yeah, I mean, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I, I wasn't trying in a manner that caught you and made you really, like, feel like I was but mm. and from her perspective you know what I mean she was she was putting herself out there I really feel like she was putting herself out there she and was. almost to the point of looking foolish oh she was definitely looking foolish definitely my issue was it seemed just when she was ready to separate she seemed like she was getting her own life and that was the issue mm. like with her getting that college application thing mm-hmm. just trying to talk to her mother more mm. once that started happening you notice that's when he started to come back because mm. <clears throat> I didn't even peep that because you know it's about Soon they're going to have empty nest syndrome. That, that's very true. Because Casey Cause wants Sam, to move across the country. Yeah, and Sam is, he's getting a life. Mm-hmm. He's slow, taking his baby steps to the to the door. And last time I checked, Doug only got work friends. That too. And that little, well, no, those were work friends, weren't they? That group that, that he That black dude with is the work girl. friend. And the other one's a support group. But what's a support group when your kid is gone? It's true. 
That you're right. Support group for the the the, the kids being special. That's right. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, they are gonna have it be that central. But again, I didn't even think about the whole like her establishing independence and then. But I mean, because remember what he said. The main reason he had issues with her is because he no longer felt quote unquote special anymore. She's not cutting his hair mm-hmm. and all that. And you know, we barely talk about his family. He may go away to them, right? But, but it's not they're yeah. not playing an actor role. But even then, like with the, with the haircutting thing, when she when he said that, then she was, you know, I'll try to cut your hair again. You know, she she was making the attempts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, again, what tends to happen is. It's it's not that she wasn't willing. It's just that she didn't know what to do, and he wasn't willing to tell her what what he needed to. I feel like it was a control forgiveness. thing. Her control. Him controlling. Because mm. if you add in the whole mother situation, he liked that he had enough man- ability to manipulate her that she would go against her own mother and what her mother's advising her. Mm. Now, granted, the relationship with her mother was sketchy mm-hmm. back then because now it seems very, very nice to the point that I was like, does your mother have Alzheimer's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her mom was like a drinker, right? Yeah, but she's okay. so nice now. That's like, is it? Yeah, because that was like really weird. Let's just take a moment and talk about that scene when she saw her mom and she's like, hey, hey, how are you? I'm well. You look good. All right, and she walked off. She's like, good to see you, mom. I'm like, wait, whoa. <laughs> wait, I thought y'all just exchanged shopping carts at the grocery store or something. Like, and you then know? when she confronted her mom, her mom was very peaceful about she it. She was, though. Nice. I definitely wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, because the way she described, you know, whatever it is that they felt or whatever their situation was mm-hmm. prior to mm-hmm. that meeting, it seemed like, Oh, she's gonna be a bitch, or you know what I mean? Especially like my mom with is the terrible. way that Elsa and Izzy were connected, I'm like, oh, so both of your moms are hot messes. <laughs> I was fully expecting Elsa's mom to be completely estranged, still getting drunk at 60 years old uh-huh. on her sherry wine, but instead she's going to the hairdresser. Yeah, seems no, perfectly she's, fine. She's like, no, bitch, that was my old life. I'm new now. I've recovered, and you can forgive me and love me for who I am now or still hate me for who I was yesterday, you decide. But then that's also the question. When did they reconnect? True. Did it start when she happened to know where she, which hairdresser she went to, or was it like before? Because we haven't seen Elsa's mom before this season. That's true. So that's do they know about Sam and Casey and all that? That's a good question. But I feel like I'm about to get my shows mixed up. Cause I'm sitting here thinking about a parent child sitting down talking, but I feel like I'm about to get some my shows mixed up. It ain't that hard, honestly. No, it is. It is. Cause the other show is like right on the tip of my tongue, but I ah fuck it. Never mind. Skip that thought. This <laughs> is gonna hold me on all day. Now speaking of Izzy, how do you feel about that love triangle and the way it ended, and how Casey and Izzy are now together? <sighs> I felt a certain kind of way. I did. How you just gonna push homeboy out the way? He ain't do nothing to deserve this. And if anything, why you ain't introduced it as let's try, you know, to what is it, poly this thing? Polyamorous. Yeah, is that what it is? I believe so. Whatever, let's try the three way this thing. You know what I mean? You know Izzy ain't playing that. It's true. <laughs> Izzy was not playing that. Izzy, Izzy is was, possessive. Yo, I was about to say that. <laughs> Izzy was like, Oh, you think you like me? Bet we go together. But at the same time... But we we go together behind closed doors. Don't go together with me in front of people. 
which is so fucked. But at the same time, she has her own journey to accepting her sexuality. Yeah, definitely. And because we don't get to see her side of life, it's, that's why she can kind of be painted as a villain a little bit. I agree. I agree. Because when, when, when the mother said, oh, you know, take these clothes, or I have these clothes that I could drop off, da 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 and we got a chance to see some of the hardships that she faces, it's like, okay, that that makes sense. I, I see a little bit more now why you are so hard or tough on the way that you, you know, your sexuality and then the way that you love and your attachment. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing, the attachment and the jealousy that she feels. And Plus is the question of the way Sam accepted Casey would, is he get the same from her family? Right. Oh, first of all, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a sweet moment. That was just a sweet moment. Like it was just like a, you're okay with it? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. It's just like such and such at the at the aquarium. Like what? Yeah, no, it's two women, two two girl penguins. They fuck with each other. It's because fine. It's I don't two care. Two male penguins, but okay. Two male penguins, two girl penguins, whatever. So there's two of those, some homo penguins, mm -hmm. and they like each other, and it's fine. And they're raising a baby penguin. Oh, see. So, like, that was just a beautiful moment of acceptance. I just, I really like the way they they, they write. I don't know. Is the main character, is he really autistic in real life? Or no, he's just, just kind of awkward. Okay. So, then, yeah, I really like the way that they write the the story. Like, the, the storyline. I like the way the it's dialogue. Really I just good really for like the, it. It's only really good, though, for Sam's family. Everybody else is just attachments. Right. Like, I would say Paige, though, had a good storyline this season. Yeah, the struggle of, like, going off to college and then... Not only that, she she had this image of perfection in her mind that she was not able to attain. Oh, yeah, and she had to redirect her life. Yeah, especially when they found the poor child in the closet. <laughs> but that... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I, I feel like at one point there was... She said something along the lines of, like, she was the... The president, the student, student body president, something mm -hmm. like that. And she peaked in high school. Yeah, there you go. So it's just like I've seen that before so many times, like where people, you know, I was the president of this and I did that, and then now ten years later, that's the only thing they're still talking about. Because I think the main issue is with the way middle school, elementary, and high school is set up. You're made more so to appease the adults than you are to actually interact with the kids. Definitely. I've read that somewhere in one, one of the books I was reading. Um, either it was one of the books I was reading or one of the teachers I was speaking to. But yeah, definitely. You're 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 not you're not geared like you're you're your kid to be fact, the good one, basically. It might have been in the four agreements. Have you read that? No. You keep recommending it. But I'm just this such so a lazy good. reader. This is it's it's an easy quick read, I'll give you that. It's real quick. It's not not Moby Dick or anything like that. You probably, if you have the time, you probably can knock it out. Well, I'm pretty sure you can knock it out in a day. Maybe. I'm serious. It's a I'm dead ass read. not that good of a reader. It's not a hard read. You read The Alchemist? No. That's a really simple read. The main self-help books I read is like people's bio, bi biographies. No. Like a You want to take, well, well, no, I think you're reading a book already, so... When you're ready, I got like three or four books I need to get to. Yeah, when you're ready, let me know. You can you can borrow my Alchemist. Or look at you sharing. I know, right? <laughs> what is it? Mental help, self help Sunday. What did you do for yourself today? Let's help see. somebody else. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. 
since we want to talk about relationships, people getting their feelings, how about some ready to love? Okay. Ready so, to love. I'm kind of, I'm ready for this season to end. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I've, I've peaked. Because <laughs> at this point, while I can see the couples forming, I question how long they're going to last. I agree. Because as much as I can see, I don't First see of all, London. You don't even, man. like, they say that they talk and they text all day or whatever. But we don't see that. No. So all we see is, like, these dates. So it's like, okay, y'all have chemistry on this date, but what is it really like when you guys aren't on the date? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. then, I don't have a reason to believe or to even gauge the longevity potential. And I think the show still has the issue. It's way too geared toward the way that the, oh, I guess, traditional men dates. Because mm. you see, every time the men get confronted about who they seeing, what they, they doing, start, all that, yeah, they start stuttering. They start stuttering, and then they start giving who, whomever is in front of them pretty much either the soft punch or the bullshit punch. And that's the fucked up part. I they agree. know everybody's dating somebody else, and they probably know the person. And that's another thing, because the women knew the women know that too. So it's like, okay, put them on the spot, but don't put them on the spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you putting them on the spot as if they're at fault for dating around when the point of the show was to date around. But that's also the thing. At what point are you like, this is my man? This and is that's my another woman. thing. Like that's what. That that's what the the show is giving me like confusion about. When I was watching it today, I was feeling like because you got Mario and Tandy, right, mm. and then you got Reva who like when he sat down with Reva's friends, they're all in his face, and he's like, damn, like I, I, from from me on the couch, from my perspective, I'm mm. looking at it like, damn, like they only just started fucking with each other two episodes ago. It's like with Brent and Kimber, they going hard, and this man just started talking to her. like, bruh, Never they been on they the they just. <laughs> started kicking it the last five five minutes of last week's episode i think that's how we perceive it from the couch you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but then they'll say like oh yeah we talk every day all day but we don't get to see that part so it's like i don't know i don't see i don't see longevity in any of their relationships maybe who like you know what i see longevity in the in, in individual people so i see whoever gets with carrie can possibly be with him for a long time. I can see him mm-hmm. being having those 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 qualities that are say like you know what I'll adjust and I'll I don't want to say conform but you know what I mean like don't I'll compromise. adapt yeah I'll compromise to what you need in a relationship. I think he's the only one though. I do too. Everybody else is like you gonna have to come to my schedule. Yeah, the women especially. Yeah, especially because the biological the only one, clock is the only it. one that I see that's 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 satisfied and and happy with no no problem no issue for the most part is Tandy and Mario. But my issue is why is Mario still looking when he knows what he got? Exactly, <laughs> like stupid. So like I'm, trying, I'm to trying to be the... fair. No, fair with what? Fair with what? Y'all already kissing. You know, you like. I see that you. I mean, not and you unless... complain this woman got her wall up all the time. Stop trying to claw it. Oh, knock on it. Walk away. The wall is up for a reason. You brother. a grandpa. <laughs> Why are you still trying with somebody who don't want to try with you? And, but she she says that she does, and that's the thing. Like that 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 whole toying thing. I I, I want to see what's under the wall. I want I want to see what's over there, 
And it's like, I want you to see what's over here, but I ain't bringing this shit down. I expect oh. you to climb up. Well, I got bad knees, so what's up? <laughs> and Brent's the same damn way. Yeah, I agree. At this point, though, I think with Brent, he is not ready to love. He's just ready to window shop. I agree. He wants to see what's I out agree. there. I agree. He's he, definitely not ready to love. And the only reason he's still there is because he's attractive and he ain't saying nothing stupid yet. I agree. Yes, absolutely. Because he... Whenever you see him on a date, he's kind of just like his his questions are generic, the mm-hmm. conversation is generic, and then whenever somebody like pushes a little bit or tries to push the conversation out of his comfort zone, mm-hmm. he gets a little defensive. And he's making these women seem like they're aggressive and doing too much when really all they're doing is showing interest. Exactly. Like, I oh, use- she wants me to call her every day. I don't know if I could do that, Bruh, She wants you to hit her up. Like you said that you're trying to push up. You ain't. If she got two dudes over here that is actively pursuing her and you talking about I'm interested, nigga, I got two people actively pursuing me. What does that interest do for me? But I will say one thing I like about the woman more than the men. The women seem to have some kind of camaraderie, at least try to. Because... Mm. Like, even if it's kind of, like, in a bad way, how everybody thought that Reva should still try with Carrie or how everybody pretty much has left Mario alone except for What's her name? Tondi. And how people now don't even really look at Darren a second type of way. Because they they, they're they starting to associate him with Ashima. Mm-hmm. There's like a little bit of respect. If there's like a wiggle room in there, they're going for it. But otherwise... Like like they respect the cis code a little bit more. The guys are just like, you know what? Whoever wins, wins. It's like a trophy for them less than a person. Especially I, yeah, the I way they treat Alexis. Oh, oh, you on her right there? All right, well, then I'll just be on her for right now. But then I'm coming over there when you're done. So I got next, show like that. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Especially for the women who aren't like... Because Tani, they never call them out in a minute. Yeah. But for people like Kimba, people like... I don't know why they keep I'm trying to play say, Alexis. Yeah, but the, the people who show a more thirst for... See, Tanya doesn't have to show a thirst for the attention because Mario Tandy's is giving comfortable. it. comfortable. Yeah, she's she she ain't insecure she's like my the rest type. of them. She's to my me. type. Like like she's my type of woman that I'd hang out with. Like out of all those on the show, like Ashima and Tandy, I'd I'd go out with them and have a fucking swell night. I can definitely see because Tandy's loud and Ashima got the joke. So <laughs> imagine all y'all drunk together. Sheesh. <laughs> I'd be in somebody's trouble. I'll be on stumbling off somebody's stage on in somebody's trouble. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Part of me wants to talk about one fine Christmas from home, but it's like, do you you ain't see that, did you? I don't even know what that shit is. Oh, basically, Own is doing like Hallmark movies except starring black people. But I kind of like One Fine Christmas because it was a little bit darker. Because one dude he got laid off like a couple of days before Christmas. This other one, when she got divorced, she decided to dive into a work, which sounds very Tyler Perry movie, I know, but still. It's um, real dark. Whew. Fucking solar eclipse out that bitch. Okay, let's try it. One lady, her son and also her husband died in a car accident a couple of, the day before Christmas. He was driving too fast? Nope, somebody hit them. Mm, mm. That sucks. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to watch that. I like it when it's dark. Makes me feel warm and tingly inside. It's because you're fucking crazy. No, it's because... Just a little bit No, because my issue with holiday movies is they're so interchangeable because they always make things overly happy or else it's somebody who ends up finding love on Christmas. That's fair. I can respect that. But 
Oh, excuse me. Oh, I've been smoking all day. Had some good weed, man, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. you. Now, when weeds, I know they have flavors, but those are those flavors attached to brands or are those just flavors? Strains. So some of them, yeah, like Wiz Khalifa's got his own strain, which what I, I would assume is like a brand. Like, you know, he's branded that strain type thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I had, I got some Sour Patch Kids. And I got candy. No, that's the name of the strain. Oh, and some lemon skunk. Lemon skunk. Yes. Now, with these names, does that say anything about them? Like, is a sour patch kids very sweet and a lemon skunk very sour and potent in smell? Lemon skunk had it's it's described as like a peppery flavor, a peppery citrusy flavor. I didn't really get gather any of that. That sour patch kids though. That shit was just. Yeah, that Sour Patch Kids was, it was like, it's a hybrid, but mm-hmm. it's like um 60% uh, indica. What's indica? Indica, if I'm not mistaken. No, sativa. Let me see. What are all these names? Indica and sativa. Let me just make sure that I'm not telling you the wrong ones. It's fine since, you know, I'm not able to... <clears throat> Here we go. All right. So, yeah, sativa. It was a sativa, which is better for, like, use in the daytime, give you energy, makes you happy, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then indica is the one that makes you more relaxed and tired and shit like that. Oh, excuse me. It's fine. It's been a long day. So, the Sour Patch Kids, like, that shit's just been mm, really wonderful. Mm. Probably roll up again once you leave. Sorry. Just really, yeah. Hey, do Good. what makes you happy. And he gave me like a like he gave it was like a great deal. Like it, they got deals too. Yeah, man. Okay, is this like a legit business or is this just like you know situation? I no, know you, you it's know not me. street weed. It's not street weed. I, I'm I'm too above street weed now. Like I've got a taste of the finer weed in life, and I'm I'm not I'm not going back. Have you street thought about growing your own strain? One day when I got when I got enough notoriety and money and stuff like that and you know weed is legal where I am or I am where weed is legal. Did we decriminalize it yet in Jersey or no? I don't think so. I I want to say I could have sworn that was like somebody's thing that they were running on, but I haven't heard anything really. <laughs> we got yeah. all blue state. In our assembly in our state senate, you still can't get that done. Because they can't. They're still trying to figure out how to tax it, how to get some money off of it. There's Colorado and two to three Trust, other states. And yo, I, I had this dude in my lift um, from Colorado, and we were talking, and he was saying, like, basically, like, this the cost of living is more expensive over there now since they up the rec- recreational use or, you know, recreational sales. But he's like, yo, it's so much, like, money over there now. Like, I don't want to say money, but I forgot where I was going with this because that yawn kind of made me lightheaded. I think Chicago has it now, too, right? I don't know. Because I remember there was some news story about a bunch of Chicagoans trying to get licenses and it's just all white people. (laughs) Ah, I heard something about that, but I don't know if it was Chicago. But, yeah, I know Seattle and I know D.C. Well, I mean, regular Washington State. And in D.C. and California and Colorado. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that's what he, the dude was saying. He was saying, like, 
they they wanted to they had to pay a certain amount for like taxes from taxing the the weed cells, the mm-hmm. recreational weed cells. They was like, we're going to take this amount of taxes. They said they made that in like a couple of days. So they had to go back and recalculate how much they were going to tax off of the weed because they were selling so much of it. Like, bro, this shit. Easy money. Yeah, yo. It's it's like if you you have the means to now, I would definitely suggest getting the, the, the space or, you know what I mean, whatever, like cafe area, whatever, because once it becomes legal, once they decriminalize it and recreational, like that weed stuff is going to boom. That weed industry over here is going to boom. Anywhere that is freshly, rec- you know, freshly decriminalized is going to boom. So like weed um, dispensaries, you got weed cafes, like weed restaurants, all of that shit. So it's like if you can start getting yourself into position now so that once they be like, oh, we're going to sign this paper, you be like, bet, I was waiting to sign my name on these papers. Business is <laughs> open, bitches. Because Lord knows there's a lot of warehouses around here that have been long abandoned. Baby. Baby. Shoot, all these empty houses could easily be set up for what? something. What? Little weed speakeasies. <laughs> speakeasies. <laughs> wow. Little that weed blowies. Mm. All right. So, Speaking anything of, else we got to cover? <laughs> Disney Plus. Oh, my Disney Plus. How you feeling? I am feeling euphoric. I have been watching Smart Guy and that's so Raven. I. That's a euphoric. Excuse me. Nostalgia. Do you think once the nostalgia wears off and you caught up on everything? Probably. Probably. You gonna drop it once you catch up? No, I ain't gonna drop it because I ain't paying for it. My boyfriend is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's rephrase this. If you had to pay for it after you watch Smart Guy, Raven, all them old school DCOM shows, would you keep it? I don't know. Do you watch any of the new stuff that's original? Well, I was looking in the original section and it didn't really have anything that was like catching to me because my thing is this. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult and I still like curse words. So you're more so a Hulu kind of girl. Right, but I already have Hulu outside of Disney+. Plus. So Did you get the package with Hulu, Disney, and uh-uh. ESPN? He just got the uh, Disney+, Plus because we already have Hulu and... I, I assume I don't. I guess he watches his sports over there or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there was no need for the whole package. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if 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 I didn't have Hulu and everything already, then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Um, because Hulu by itself is about the same price, right? Hulu is like six dollars, five ninety nine. Oh, well, yeah, it would make sense because it's what. Twelve dollars. So yeah, you'd be paying for like Hulu and Disney one. That's not bad. And then ESPN is a third addict. So like, it's not bad. But booty, booty, butt cheeks. Disney Plus by itself, it depends. They they they're gonna have to really like spice it up. To me, it don't really have like that killer feature. Yeah. Like unless you are a big. Like, because you have a daughter, so of course, introduce her to all these damn princesses, all these ninety shows. Yeah, that shit. But for someone who just, like, my boyfriend, he's a very big Disney 
fanatic. So like he'll that sit is there. very interesting to hear. Yeah, a grown black man that's really into Di- hold up. Which part of Disney? Let me show you the animated movie stuff. Was he like the TV shows, the Goofy, original movie, the animated movies and stuff? See, this is very interesting. Yeah, no. look at that demographic. Yeah, it's. Let me show this. You can see his Disney Plus profile. Because she's on the. Uh, is he Big Daddy? He's Chunky? Big Daddy. And it's Aladdin. And he has. He's obsessed with the movie Aladdin. Um, he loves Jasmine. Like seriously, loves Jasmine. Like if she was, if he could be in a cartoon with her, he would definitely be in a cartoon with I her. I was like. going to ask a question, but it's none of my business. Yeah. So my my profile, <laughs> my thing is the picture of Jasmine. Like yes. Yeah, is oh uh, did he have you ever do a couple's costume? No, but I'm pretty sure he would. I'm pretty sure if I said like, do you want to do a couple's costume? That's what he would suggest. That or Jack and Rose. He loves Titanic. Why am I telling y'all about my damn boyfriend? You do it every time. It's a little a little information. I gotta stop talking about this nigga. I didn't sell it to him. No, no, no. Because when bitches think that you're a little bit happy, they want what you got. And they be like, oh, let me go find her boyfriend and try to get the adorable shit. No, he's only adorable with me, bitches. Plus, he's... at the same time, you, I see more of your daughter on your Instagram. Yeah, I don't share than your that. Your... Yeah, no, I don't share about that. about to call him your husband. Your boyfriend. Yeah. No, I know. Like, on Facebook, I'll put my family stuff up. But on Instagram... I'm not sharing that with everybody. That's mm-hmm. that needs something for me. So I know people be like, you know, you you try to hide him from. No, I'm not trying to hide him from nobody. Because if you know me, like if you're friends with me on Facebook, mm-hmm. then you get that inside. You get a, a a more in depth peek at my actual family dynamic, my family life. Like there's things about my my situation that, and plus I've had Facebook for so long, and that. We know so many people on Facebook mutually because we went to the same school. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, everybody already knows who we are there. But when it comes to my Instagram, I don't have to put you on Front Street there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that here, I want to keep you. I want to keep that part of me to myself. I want to keep that part of happy to myself. So if I'm having a moment and I post, you know, some cryptic shit that just says that I'm down, you don't just assume, oh, it's her nigga that's making her down. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is social media. This year has, I'm, not, I'm probably going to write about it, but social media this year has really altered the way that I think and the way that I view things that I deem special. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that you didn't say anything about my birthday on social media, but you sent me a card, that was major to me. I'm focusing more on the in real life aspect. That's a totally different thing. I don't believe anything social media is what you want people to know. Why do they need to know what I write? Especially because what Thank I wrote you. in that card is one of those Thank things that could you. be easily misinterpreted. Thank you. I feel like this is what got me. I don't like it when somebody, like on birthdays, they like people start posting all the presents that they got. Such and such got me this. Such and such got me this. Such and such got me this. And it's just like, fam, what if what if their gift wasn't as great as they wanted it to be or as great as the next person was and you put it out there? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just things like, like think about other people. When you, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that, that wasn't 
something that they wanted everybody to know that they got you. Maybe that was just something that they wanted you to. Plus, it's mad showy and statusy. Like, look at yeah, all I got. Yeah, I like, hate that. And I come from an urban area. You show people all the shit you got in your you house. You asking? It. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want it. That's an invitation. Hey, come and take this. I'll be gone at seven thirty on the way to school. You know, like I don't. It, it, things like that really started rocking me, and I noticed mm. it was like um, it was like last year for my birthday. There was a lot of people that was posting. I'm like, yo, y'all don't even speak to me. Y'all not cool with me. Y'all don't fuck with me at all. But y'all are posting about my birthday. And I understand, okay, I could just take it as, oh, you're just being nice. And everybody else is posting too. But it's like, this is different for me because... I like know you in real life. You know what I mean? I and it just people on folks Facebook when they do that. Yeah, no, like, like you have my phone number. Yeah. Don't post it on my wall so everybody can see. So I just kinda just was like, you know, I'm I'm kinda over that that sharing aspect. If I feel obligated to share it, then I'm not gonna share it at all. So like sometimes I do be wanting to post little pictures of me and my boyfriend on my Instagram, but then it's like I start feeling anxious. Like there's an anxiety there and it's just like nah, I don't Something is telling me to keep this aspect of my life over here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that that's not... Because just because you're a public figure doesn't mean all your life has to be public. Thank you. Because that's how I be feeling. Like, sometimes I maybe, maybe it's the pressure I put on myself where it's, like, certain things. Like, with AJ, when she was first born, I didn't show her face to social media until she was six months. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, oh, you know, why? I wish we could see her face. I wish... No, nah, let me have something. You know what I mean? Just let me have something. Like, I, I just had her, you know what I mean? I spent nine months carrying her. I detailed my, my, my pregnancy journey, you know what I mean? Let me have something. So when it, when she, when I had her, it was just like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pressed. Don't post her. Um, her godfather had posted her once and I was really upset because it was like, yo, I haven't posted her. I don't, I don't want her out there. It wasn't nothing wrong with her. She wasn't cockeyed or anything like that. But just give me a chance to love on my baby. Give me a chance to enjoy this. So with my relationship, I'm just like, when it comes to Instagram, I tell y'all everything. Like, this this is for me. So if I if something happens and I'm going through it, this I'm going through it over here. Y'all, I don't need y'all to, yeah, you know I mean, be busting down. I don't need the dudes be busting down my door trying, oh, you you going through it, huh? You, your nigga acting up. Like, niggas really would tell me, like, I'm waiting for you. I, I'm just waiting for you to take down the pictures of your dude off your Instagram before I holler like people really like and then I know for the way I be looking at other people's relationships from social media and like oh wait are they still together are you still with this person you still and I'll be having to tell myself that's not your fucking business they didn't put it up there because that's not your business so I have to you know apply that same mentality that I've uh, learned to um adapt to or learn to apply when I'm going through and looking at other people's pages if that makes any sense. The way I always assumed it was, like, because you're slightly introverted. So mm-hmm. when you put yourself out there, you're expending so much energy. So when it comes to home, be it AJ or your boyfriend, that's how you recover. And if you put them out there, too, that means they're associated with that public life. Listen. They get too much involved in that. And then you don't get to have that recovery place anymore. Because then when you get into a private space mm-hmm. with them, when you're talking, having conversations, they're talking about stuff from the outside world. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that safe space for yourself anymore. Yeah, you have to keep something for yourself. Like, when it comes, like, AJ, like, my Facebook, that's, like, her platform. She's adorable. Thank you. You see what I mean? When I, before, I said, oh, you ain't on my Facebook. She's a fucking mess, bro. <laughs> 
She but told she, me the other day, she was like, can I get a hug? And I was like on my phone and I was kind of brushing her off. She's like, wow, that's crazy. I can't get no love. <laughs> I'm like, yo, get out of my face, bro. Oh, she was trying to hold your hand. You was, she had boogers on. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, she's fucking me. But yeah, like, I have to keep something to myself. And like, but she AJ, don't want to expose him to that yeah, life either. Like, like right now, AJ is part of it, but she don't know as right. Like, she has an idea. Like she, she knows she's got something. She just has no idea the scale of it. Like and she doesn't also know what people might be saying behind the scenes that either. Too, that too. But you know what? She, I'm, I'm happy with the way that I'm raising her because she, she's got a mind that now it's like if I like this, fuck what you think. Like it's okay for me to like this, and it's okay for you to not like it. But don't fuck with what I like. You know what I mean? Like, she's coming into that. Like, I don't know if you saw the video with the clothes. Yeah, that. And even earlier, I think Shut it was up. last year or something. You said something about her hair, something about ugliness oh. or whatever. She's Ooh. like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the black girl magic moment in the kitchen. Yeah, she... She... She knows herself, and that's my biggest thing. Like she, she knows herself, and only a 30, 40 year old would know themselves. My child. Like, I've been through life, but you can't tell me nothing about me. As, what did they say on the Game of Thrones? As an authority of myself, I beg to differ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I beg. Yo, but that's really like, like, she's good with her. She's good with what I put on Facebook. But, like, when it comes to. Is there an approval process with her? She, this is, is slowly turned into an interview. I know, right? <laughs> it happens funny. every time. Like AJ, AJ does not like. There's certain she likes me to post about her. She likes she likes to be on, but she's like me. She likes to be on at her discretion. There's certain things that she does not like broadcast, and she will correct me in a heartbeat. Like it, if me and you are in here talking about her, and she's washing her hands in the kitchen, she will. Oh, only discuss my business with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she don't, she don't be off that shit. Like, but if she sees like certain things, she'll be like, I guess she, it registers like this might be good content, so I'm not going to trip. But then there's certain things where she just be like, Nah, turn that camera. <laughs> nah, we ain't doing that shit today. Which kind of leads me to wonder, and I'm really am making this an interview. <laughs> How did you kind of figure out what's something that's funny that you should put out there, what's funny that you should just keep for your own memories in regards to your child, your family, or just something that tickled you and you want to keep to yourself? It's, it's a lot, too. I have, like, so it's it's hard. I know there's a lot, because there's a lot hard. of plans you told me about that still as a Yeah, but yet. no, but, like, there's so much, like, and, and, and my kids, both of them, they have this thing where they like me to... They like to look at old videos of themselves when they were little. And that's why I'm so thankful that with both of them, I recorded a lot. So with AJ, we go back and we like, you know, in that Facebook memories, it'll come up and I'll take it and I'll send it to her and she'll save it. But going into my phone, like my iCloud, looking at certain videos, like, you know, I have a video of her. I'm never going to be able to post because she was ass naked. But when she, when I was potty training her, she would like I would put her on the toilet, and I ain't there was no what you call it footstool or anything, and mm-hmm. she just kept running back to me. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do you keep getting off the goddamn toilet? So I put her back on the toilet, 
and I put my phone in there and I just kind of like angled it to where she didn't see it. And sure enough, she like I watched her figure out how to get off the toilet by holding on to the little thing where the toilet paper comes off. Mm-hmm. She would hold on to that. Then she would kind of like rock a little bit till she could try to reach like the whole process. I would love to post that shit. It was funny as hell, but she's naked. I'm not going to post that shit. So I'll watch it and laugh, you know, mm-hmm. and keep it moving. There's certain things that I want to post that certain videos that I get that I'll be wanting to post, but it may, co- may come off entirely wrong to other people. Like, um, I had a situation recently on my Instagram where there was someone who um, read one of the conversations and was uh, and and volunteered what they would do if they had a child who spoke to them the way that my child did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I had to like I had to really talk to like my dad about it and talk to a couple of people about it because I was really feeling away. But my dad was like, you know, people may be more sensitive to things that you are less sensitive to. And that's where I kind of gauge it. Like certain things that me and AJ may have, like we may talk, we may joke and people like, Oh, I don't know. That's a little too, eh." or she got a smart mouth. Yeah. She does have a smart mouth. I had a very smart mouth at that age as well. The only difference is I know I can acknowledge it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember being that age and having a smart mouth. Like, I remember why my mouth was smart. I remember all of that. So because I have that knowledge, I can kind of meet it at the door. Like, oh, all right, you get to be expressive. You get to have what you want to, you know, say what you want to say and and tell me exactly how you feel. However, you're going to have to find a better way to say it. Because the way that I put, not partake, the way I perceive is you're more so guiding her than trying to discipline her. Yeah. Because, like... If you say, if you, if you come out and you say, yo, you're making me feel annoyed. You, what am I supposed to say to that? You know what I mean? Like you, you, I'm supposed to put you in trouble because I'm making you annoyed because I'm annoying you. You, you're not in trouble for me annoying you. You're not in trouble for how you feel. But if you come out and you say, yo, you're annoying. That can cause you to be in trouble. The delivery of how you feel, the delivery of what you're trying to say, that might cause a problem. But if you telling me, like, mommy, you know what you're saying is kind of annoying me. You know what? I understand and I respect you for being real with me. Because honestly, if you keep it all the way 100 with me, then I have nothing, no bullshit to sort through. And I can give you that right back. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because I guess the way it's putting is you taught her tone and context i guess you can say trying yeah we still working on like now that we getting older and we're see the thing reading is a gift and a curse it's it's a beautiful thing and it's a fucking annoying thing because what i told her is exactly what's backfiring on me with reading comes the expansion of knowledge and with the expansion of knowledge becomes the expansion of a person so now that she's reading, she is collecting, like, that's, if she's not, you know, on her YouTube or whatever, like, she's reading these fucking books, and she's getting it done to the point where it's like, okay, well, I want to learn about this, so let me learn about this, I want to learn about this, let me learn about that, so now she's got all this knowledge, and then there's attitude that comes with it, because it's like, well, I know things now, and it's like, okay, yeah, you know some things, but let me tell you the proper way to express what you know. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not 
most people are worried about, oh, you got to just respect me. You, you got to just respect your elders. No. My thing is you got to be prepared to go out in this world. You got to be prepared to talk to anybody. You got to be prepared to talk to the people who respect you. You got to be prepared to deal with the people who disrespect you. You got to be prepared to deal with the people who don't know what respect is. Like, And the yeah. best thing I can do is, you know, here's the education. Here's the, here's the knowledge. Here's all the information that you need to know. And here's how you give it to people. Because you're raising an adult, not a child. Yeah, man. I'm 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 raising a child to be an adult. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people misconstrue that concept of, okay, well, you, a child needs to stay in a child's place. Yeah, but... But when does that end? Yeah. Because we can't say age-wise, right? Because some children, some people mature faster than others. And there's different situations. Yeah. Like a child who works in a rural area, they need to be at work by 10, 9, 7, 8 years old. Hello? So... Even in an urban area, you're going to have to send your child out in the world to do public transit by, what, 12, 11, so they can get where yep, they need to go? Yeah. So what exactly is the child's place and what age do they end at? Exactly. So if it's based off of maturity, like whatever you base it off of, whatever the scale is, you feel what I'm saying? Like you have to acknowledge that. You can't just say stay in a child's place. Okay, well... When, when am I not a child? When I turn eighteen? Okay, when I start paying bills. Is it when it's not con- when it's convenient for you? Convenience. That's what it is. It's convenience, and it's not for it, bro. Like I, 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 I want to give my daughter a little bit more rope because I don't feel like she's gonna use it to hang herself. I feel like she's gonna use it to explore. Plus, you're giving. What was it that? Childish Gambino said about Jaden Smith, one of the main things black children aren't really given is the opportunity to fail or something like that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. The main thing that's kind of coming with this, yes, she's homeschooled and things like that, but at the same time, it's not like you're keeping her here like you have, what is that, Manchusen by proxy, whatever. Right, right, right. She goes out into the world, goes with family, friends and all that. Uh, does other things so it's not like you're trapping her here no. you are letting her expand herself and then when she goes in the outside world of course it's outside things happening but then she could come back to you saying did i do the right thing exactly. is this how i should be doing things and stuff like that like my thing is like even with my best friend's ch- children like his daughter stayed over here one night and i had to have a conversation with her about listen there's going to be times when your mom and your dad is not around but you still got to conduct yourself in a way that says they are still around. She's like, I don't I don't understand what you mean. I'm like, you have to be your parent. So sometimes when you get into a situation where you have to make a decision, where you have to make a choice, you need to stop and say, you know what? What would my mom want me to choose right now? And then you make that choice. You know what I mean? You have to be the parent for yourself when they're not around. And that's really like my son, he has a hard time doing that because honestly, because he... I, I don't want to say because he went to school, but because he went to school. Because he's the had school? so much influence from other kids. And that's like, people say, oh, you know, your daughter, does she needs to be around other kids. And it's not, I'm selective. Not about just, not just about the adults or about the teachers. I'm selective about the children that she plays with. I look at their parents. So just because me and my, just because we're friends doesn't mean that I agree with how you parent your child and how your child's being brought up and, you know, the way that your child behaves. So there's people who be like, oh, yo, we need to get together. We need to have a play date. And it's like, yeah, we are cool. <laughs> we mesh well, but I don't, I don't know about 
about that one. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I'm very iffy when it comes to my kids. Like, there's certain things. Like, I don't want my kids to be broken. Like, we don't do temper tantrums. So when there's a kid, if your kid throws temper tantrums, no, they can't come with me because we don't know how to respond to that. So when your kid starts screaming and crying and whatnot, me, my daughter, and my son, we're just kind of looking at each other like, so anybody going to get this nigga up off the floor? So your daughter doesn't throw temper tantrums? No. How did you stop that from ever happening? Has it happened before and you corrected it or just never happened? Her form of temper tantrum was because I've seen her stomp her feet on her videos and all that. Get yeah, mad at that you. that that's a, that's a, I wouldn't even call that a tantrum. That's just letting you know her feelings. Yeah, that's, that's just as far as it goes. Yeah, like when I say tantrum, I mean like crying. Like yo, if my daughter tears up, if I see a tear, I'm like yeah, you about to cry. And if she's feeling really bad, she'd be like, yeah, because I, nah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You go upstairs and do that. It's not fair, mommy. And she'll go upstairs. Or I used to have, um, like, fix your face. You know, all black mamas say that. But mm-hmm. one usually day. You usually got the season ass whooping. Though. Oh, man, you got to Listen, one day she was, um, and all of this is young. Oh, this starts young. Like I don't. She only five. Yeah, she only five. But I'm saying, like, that, like to me, we've been doing this for so long because this was all young. Like I've been the same way with her since she's been able to understand. Once I realized there was comprehension, I bet. Like all you got to do is show me you know how to do something one time, and that's it. We're gonna keep encouraging that because we're not going backwards. Mm-hmm. So, um, she was doing something, and she was being. I don't know. She was she was too young to like really like talk talk. So she before she had words, she had motions and whatnot. So she must have did something to show an attitude. So I got all up in her face and I got real close and I was like, "Fix your face, fix all of this right here." And I was like, like that in her face. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, "I saw we, I saw we." So from there, like if I would say fix, like I'll just you know fix your face and. She, and she'd be good. That's it. No tears. Like, it just real quick. But uh, it, for me, it's just... I, I kind of want to ask the question, but also know that what? I'm stepping on the line. Do you think that kind of has to suppress her emotions at all? To fix her face? Yeah, especially uh, with the whole center up so that she deals with her emotions kind of by herself. No. Or is no. that just kind of building self-sufficiency in some I, I would I would say a little bit of self-sufficiency, but I see how you, you can... Uh, think that it would make her deal with something by herself. Certain situations, like this, because I think it's just I find your parenting so interesting. I'm like, how do you replicate, or can it not be replicated that easily? I see. I mean, well, I'm me, so. Um, but I feel like she, there's a level of like you know better. So certain things that she knows better, I'm not going to sit. If you throw, if you, I don't want to say throw a tantrum because she mm. doesn't throw tantrum. But if you, if you about to have a little a moment over, um, over something that you know better or know that you shouldn't have done or you know what I mean, mm-hmm. know that you didn't bring your a game on this one. Then no, I'm not gonna entertain you crying over it because you only crying. Be, you know what I mean. You're not crying out of necessity you crying because things didn't go your way 
So I guess like you're not enabling bad behavior, you're not allowing patterns to form. Yeah, no, we don't do that. There isn't there will be no patterns. Like once I see something trying to become a pattern, like right now she's with my mom. When she comes back, there's gonna be many things that I'm gonna have to like remind her. Mm-hmm. So I don't wanna say I'm gonna have to break these for no, I'm just gonna have to remind her who she's with now. The shit that works down there doesn't work up here. You know what I mean? Like naturally when you get around your grandparents, you get babied or whatever, you know. So she's down there living it up. She's with her golden girls. Like my aunt, <laughs> my aunt brings her breakfast and you know she's oh I'm Sally the waitress. And AJ gets up here. Hey mommy, I need you to be Sally. Hey, my name is mommy, bro. I'm not I'm not Sally. Maybe maybe after you do your work and you know what I mean, you show me that you can do what you need to do, then I'll be whoever you need me to be. Bet. Like she gets baby down there, so when she comes back up here, I have to like let her know. Okay. You and mommy now, We there's things that they accept that I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in regard to the feelings part, I explain everything to her. Everything. Like, if we have a blow-up, if I have to snatch her iPad from her, if she, like, she puts herself on punishment a lot of times. My, she puts herself yes, my on child punishment. Is, my child is weird, but again, I taught her to parent herself. So if there's things that, like, you know, say she comes in here, she spills milk mm-hmm. that she wasn't supposed to have. You know, I'm trying to think. Of, better yet, here's one. There was a time they had, my, my sister had this big bag of chocolate kiss, Hershey Kisses. Oh, God. Yeah, man, it was bad. So I come in the house, and I'm excited. I'm like... Got to tell my daughter something, but I see the bag is kind of leaning off the side of the counter in the kitchen. So I'm like, okay, maybe the dog jumped up there. So I started, what, did we have the dog then? I think we did. The dog would have been dead because they can't have chocolate, right? Yeah, no, no, the dog didn't have chocolate, but I'm just trying to remember what I thought it was. Anyways, I walk over here, I get to this hallway, mm-hmm. and you just see wrappers. And it's a trail of rappers that came into here. And then in the middle of the floor, she was laying on the floor with her iPad watching YouTube. So she didn't even cover her tracks. Not at all. (laughs) That's not like a sitcom situation. And let me tell you, the parent in me was just like, first of all, I had to take a minute and take a deep breath. Not because I was mad. Because I was mad, but I was laughing so hard on the inside. Because it was just like, yo, you suck at being four. Like, what the hell, bro? So, like... She ended up, like, you know, after everything was said and done, I ended up putting her on punishment. And she ended up having to give my sister $2 because she ate a lot of her chocolate. Fast forward to, like, two days later, mm-hmm. she tries to do this shit again. The only difference this time, because the first time I told her, I said, first of all, if you're going to sneak some chocolate, don't leave your mess out. So when I, like, after everything was said and done and she received her punishment, she came downstairs, like, an hour later, she was better or whatever. And I said, what was the lesson we took from everything that took place? This child said, make sure you hide the rappers. I mean, it's not wrong. And that's that's the thing about being a young parent. Because in my head, I'm like, I'll accept it. You know what I'm saying? But in my face, I'm like, no, we don't take the chocolate. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't take the chocolate. I'm like, all right, fine. We don't take the fucking chocolate. But... 
from there, she was on punishment for two days. Mm -hmm. She put herself on punishment for an additional two days. And not only did she put herself on punishment for an additional two days, she kept telling everybody she was on punishment and why she was on punishment. And they look at me and I'm like, it was just, it was just one or two days. Like she's, she's like, yeah, but I'm still on punishment till Friday. And I'm like, I'm just going with it because if you telling me you on punishment, that means that you, if you know that you on punishment, you're not asking me for your iPad. You're not asking me for, you know what I mean? Certain toys that, you know, you need permission to have. Like, so, all right, fine. She basically is policing herself. Yeah. Parenting herself. Why the hell not? You don't need my help for it. I, I did my job. That's the way that I'm doing with her education is exactly how I am. Like, it just fits with my life. I've always been a type, get all the work done first and then relax later. Mm-hmm. So with her schooling, idealistically, I'd love to just go home, knock out all of this shit that they want you to know before you're 18. Do that shit before you're 18 so that when you're 18, you could be in your shit that you need to be doing when you're in your mid-20s so that when you turn mid-20s, you ready to just chill. Because for homeschooling, don't a lot of them graduate like 14, 15 anyway? Mm, pretty much. I mean, it, the, the capability is there. And with her especially, I feel like she could. She could possibly. She's like a sponge. And like I that's said, the age she's at, though. Yeah, but no, she's always been like that. Like, I literally, everything that I say, I have video documentation to back up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not one of those parents that be like, oh, no, my daughter's a genius. She's been talking since she was nine months. Like, no, at nine months, she really, I have video of her saying her name. Like, clearly. Yes. Like, to the point where I had to go back and oh, shit, she really was nine months. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. everything I say is very well documented. So I feel like she could, you know, but that's why I haven't put her in school because the same momentum that she has now, my son had before. So it's like, I don't want her to get around a whole bunch of kids who don't have the same drive that she does because their lack of is going to rub off on her. So how much was your son kind of like a warning sign for your daughter then? Because the way you talk, it's like anything that happens to him is like something that you make sure that doesn't happen to her. Well, that's how I parent. Like, all right, with him, like, all right, so I had her when he was four. Mm -hmm. So they're four years apart. And I kept saying, it was a joke at first, but it was kind of serious where it was like, you got to kind of give enough time in between the baby so that you can see what you're doing wrong and fix it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get people just having babies back to back to back and raising them together, but it's like you don't even know if your methods is working yet. Much less they're individual people who need different things. Exactly. So I had to see, and I'm happy now that I did it the way that I did it because I had to see what I was doing as a parent and as, a, I don't want to say an educator, but in essence, an educator. Um, to my children, I had to make sure that the ways that I was teaching, what I was teaching, what they were learning, how receptive they were, I wanted to make sure that I was okay with it. Like, I was okay on my end. And then he was just, give me knowledge, give me knowledge, give me knowledge. So, for me, it was just like, okay, now that I see where you are, like, fourth grade, okay, you're doing, fourth uh, pre-K, you're doing all this extra stuff. You, I'm, I'm seeing that if I apply this amount of attention to you, 
then I'm getting this outcome. Everything was working out. But then when he got into kindergarten, he wasn't met with the challenges that he needed. You figure he went into kindergarten, he left pre-K with um, a high school juniors vocabulary. Mm-hmm. All Again, all of this documented, video of all of this. Um, and he was on a third grade math level. Mm-hmm. Leaving like pre-K, going into kindergarten. Because I don't play. He loves to play video games. That's fine. Play your video games. You feel what I'm saying? Play them all day if you want to, but you're going to do this work so that I know that you invest in just as much time into your video or into your schoolwork and your learning, your academics, as you are into your video games. So because of that, when kindergarten came around, my boy was up there. You know what I mean? So he's breezing through kindergarten, you know what I mean? And you multiplying at five, but the person next to you thinks that one plus one is 11. There's a gap there. Mm-hmm. Who's the teacher teaching to? My son, who is the only person in class who can multiply, or the little boy who thinks one plus one is 11? She's going to teach to the bottom of the class. So he's bored. He's not doing nothing. Oh, look at there. I spent the whole day doing learning nothing new, reviewing something that I learned three years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So from there, it just was slowly like a regression first grade was a hard year for me and it watching how he regressed academically like I get shivers when I think about putting my daughter in school because I see like right now they are very close academically yeah and he's in third grade Mm -hmm. and she's five like just turning five Mm -hmm. and they're very close academically so, and that's not that's not to say anything toward him, because if I ask him, what did you do in school today? He tells me, oh, something that I learned, you know, with you a long time ago. So he's, I don't even want to say, I don't, I don't want to say he's being challenged, but I feel like he's just comfortable at this point where he is. Like he's starting to get a little more worried um, about fourth grade because mm-hmm. we've, we're reaching the end of where, like the 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 point of where I said, okay, fine, I'm going to take my hands off of the academics, and you know, I told his father, you focus on his academics because I I get real passionate. You see how I was when he was doing my website. Mm-hmm. I either care a lot or I don't care at all. So it's like I'm either really attached or I'm not attached at all. So with the website, I I, I hadn't gotten attached yet. So it's like, oh, well, you could take it down. I don't care. You could take this part away. I don't care. With his education, I'm super attached. So when you got a first grade teacher telling telling my son that, you know, you can't get this book from the book fair because it's a third grade level book and you're only in the first grade. But my son read Harry Potter in the, the summer between pre-K and kindergarten. Why he can't read a third grade book now? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, it's why are you like, stunting his growth? Thank you. So once once he said that to me, like, I, that was it for me. I told his father, I'm like, look, I... I can't because I keep getting real upset. So I'm not even going to take that. I'm not even going to, you know, you take care of that one and I'll do AJ. I'll worry about AJ's, you know, education and he can do the school aspect or whatever. Do they still skip kids or they don't do that no more? 
Because I know when I was growing up, they had gifted and talented yeah, and all same, that. Yeah, same, same. Because I was in AG, well, in third grade, I was AG. And then after that, it was just honors or advanced, whatever. But I don't know. Because when, and that's, well, I'm not going to say I don't know. When I talked to her the first, when he was in first grade, and I told him, like, you know, he's feeling real bored and he's not feeling challenged. She's like, well, he tested on a first grade level. Okay, but I'm telling you. He's bored and he's not feeling challenged. Yeah, but his tests show that he's where he needs to be. Fuck those tests. I'm telling you that he's bored and he's not challenged. If his if everything outside of those tests is saying, and those tests are such bullshit. And they are. Because I remember I, when I was in college, the best teacher I had, he had all of his test questions were open ended. Like multiple, he's like multiple choice. That just tells me know how to guess. Thank you. You know the process of elimination. Open-ended tells me how much you actually know. Thank you. Based off of this lecture. It, it also it presents an opportunity to tell me how you perceive things. Thank you. It's you, you get so much more from that. And first of all, you got the, you telling me, oh, he tested on this level. It's a test. It's a standardized test. Who's to say that? Not to say that that's my son, but who's to say that he didn't get nervous? Like Some, some people get um, anxious during tests and don't perform well. But then... Everything. Them tests be tripping you up, but two answers are so close, but one is just a little bit better. They put the apostrophe in the door. They used a different homophone for there. So I'm like, you just be sitting there like, nigga, really? You really be trying it? Like, ooh, I I really have a thing out against schools right now because of my son. Like, because of what I feel like they regressed in my son like because and again this is not to take away from where he is now he's still sharp like if I sit him down the other day you know he asked me about algebra and I you know broke down what algebra was and showed it to him and he got it from there so it's like if I sit down and work with him on certain things you know that's cool but he's in school for six hours a day and he's around other kids you know being influenced by if they feel like learning or if they you know what I mean if they not as eager to learn or if they're as he is then it's just like eh, okay well they don't really care so it's all right not to care and it's not it's not one of those oh he needs to be struggling because I I'm like that too I've I even in my adult years if I see everybody else on some well it ain't that serious well shit maybe it ain't that serious you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like I get it I understand but I'm not like he doesn't want to be pulled out I don't want to pull him out because He's comfortable. So I just have to accept that, you but know. But isn't the comfort to comfortability kind of the issue at this point? For me, yeah. I, yeah, but I get I get overzealous. So it's like I just kind of have to take my hands off. Because I don't want to, I don't want the passion that I have behind his education and, and where I see. I don't want that to cause a wedge between us. I don't want there to be resentment between, you know, me and him because he's like, oh, I want to be in school and you don't want me. So it's like, yeah, I can tell you how great you're going to be and, and how great I can get you. Or, you know what I mean? How mm-hmm. far I can get you. I can tell you all of that. But you ain't trying to hear all of that because you already got a, gotten a taste of what that life is like. So I'm I'm OK with you being in school. Like, I mean, I'm personally not okay but I don't have much of a choice so I'm okay with dealing with it but just know that when you come here okay we working out of like now there's um I got two grammar books because I need to brush up on like my grammar and shit like that Mm -hmm. so it's the same book so we're going to be working out of it together you get what I'm saying like we're going little things so that I, I want my biggest thing for him now is just to keep you ahead of the game 
keep you just enough to where when you in class and the teacher asks, do you know the answer? You're confident in saying, yes, I actually do know the answer. You don't feel intimidated by, you know, what you don't know so that you don't want to participate. Mm-hmm. That's where it really all started. I wanted him to be comfortable enough. It was like, okay, let me make sure you know how to add before you get to um, pre-K. Let me make sure you know. Oh, you know how to add? You took that real good. Let me see if you can you subtract. Oh, you took that real good. Well, shit, let me just play with it and see if you can multiply. Oh, shit, you did that too. Like, that's how it happened with him. And mm-hmm. then from there, I'm like, well, let me just see if my daughter's the same way. And she is. But with her, I just, instead of me saying like, all right, let me go ahead and put you in daycare. Like everybody keeps telling me to, and like everybody keeps put her in school. She's old enough to be in school. Nah, I'm I'm doing something here. Like I'm working on something. Do you ever fear she may have that conversation about wanting to go to school? We already have it all oh. the time. Like we fight about it all the time. She even tells me what she wish what she would tell her teacher. Like I tell her straight up, listen, you're very intelligent, and I don't want where are we at. We are about an hour and a half. All right, I'm going to say this, and then after this, we finish out or whatever. But um, I tell her all the time, like, listen, you, I don't want teachers to tell you what to think. I want them to tell you, like, you need to learn how to think before anybody can tell you what to think. And that's why I'm here. So I use the, uh, you know, a little example, like, say the teacher tells you that the sky is orange, but you know the sky right now is blue. But she keeps telling you that the sky is orange and everybody else around you believes her because she's an adult. Mm. She's like, oh, no. Well, I'm going to say, hold up, teacher. You know, my daughter's extra. Mm. Hold up, teacher. I know that the sky is blue. Look at it. And I'm like, I hear you. It sounds good. That ain't going to work. But you're not really going to do that. No matter how confident you are, if you are five years old and you are in a school, you are in this, uh, an environment like that with their peers around you're not gonna bulk up like that. I would like for you to, but you're not. And, and if you do, the teacher's gonna knock your ass. Yeah, she's she's there's gonna be a problem there. So I mean I'll run into people who, you know, doing driving lift and Uber, like I talk about my daughter or whatever, and they be like, I I would love to teach your daughter. And even like some of the teachers at my son's school when she was younger, she, you know, coming through to pick them up, oh, when are you gonna bring her? I can't wait for her to be in my class. And I'm like, she's not ever gonna be in your class. <laughs> She's not ever going to be in your class. And I, I hate to say it like that, but it's like, I, I, I'm i not going to let them mess up two of them. Mm. You can't be two for two. And that's not to say that, you know, my son is messed up. It's just, that he, was, it was hard for me. That was like, like seriously hard for me to take the hands, to take the hands off of that wheel. Because it's like, I'm not, a, like, I know how great you are. And it bothers me that the people around, maybe they don't, like, they, is like, people say, oh, yeah, I see you, and I know that you're great, but it's like, I know, no. Like, I know the depth of your brain. Like, I know what you are capable of. I see past all of that shit. So, like, well, even my boyfriend, when he look at my son, we both know that he's smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we both know that. But when you look at, like, the first of everything that's been taught, it's always me, because I'm, like... When he was ready to take the trainer wheels off, he, my boyfriend, he ain't ready. He ain't ready. Oh, yo, you ready? He said, I think I am. Well, fuck it. We taking them training wheels off. And guess what? That little nigga learned how to ride the bike two days later. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm the one that's like, if you think you can, then I know you can. But now my son's at that age where it's like, I'm smart enough to play stupid. 
Mm. And that's he's he's fooling everybody else but me. Well, and AJ. <laughs> so now is now that's the new battle where it's like because he's learned to conform now. Yeah, yo, like he 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 just he's he's like I don't know if it's the eyelashes or what, but he can manipulate everybody around him. But I see past that bullshit. I'm always the one to see past the bullshit though. So because I see past the bullshit, now it's like you know. He keeps his little distance. He knows that there's certain shit's not going to fly with me. But with the education shit, no. No, I just... That that was hard. That was a hard one for me because he's so fucking... Like, when I say so smart, like, just for no reason smart, like, psh, please, stupid-ass teachers dumbing my kids down. I only got one. Hmm? They only got one. What? In terms of dumbing down. Yeah, but they got come on now. Like I like this is my thing. This is how I view um parenting. You spend your whole life learning, right? And gathering information and going through things, right? And then it's kinda like when you in school, you spend all them years learning, getting ready for the test. Then you have kids. That's that's like your big test. That's like your SATs. You know what I mean? That, that gets you set up for the next part of your life. So it's like when I look at my kids, the, everything that I put into them is what I've learned. And not only what I've learned, but the corrections to the mistakes that I've made. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So like there are things in my life that I did wrong that it's like, you know what? In order for you to not ever have to go through that, I'm going to teach you right here that all of this middleman shit get that out the way so you don't even have to go through that because i'm showing you now a better way so the route that i had to take that took me left right and you know down the wrong alley or whatever you don't even know that route exists because i'm showing you the 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 better route to take because i I had to learn that from taking the wrong route you Mm -hmm. feel what i'm saying so that's how i look at parenting is is it's my opportunity to show everything that i've learned from the mistakes that I've made to just, you know, finding shit on my own. So I forgot where I was going with that. But yeah, that's that's when I see what school does to kids. It's like, come on now, y'all fucking with my work. Like, I, I don't know. And I'm like that, too. Like when I'm working on something, when I'm put even when we building Legos, like all right, I'm going to use these Legos over here. You use those. Well, mommy, let me borrow. no. You use your Legos over there because these Legos over here are accounted for. They're going into my skyscraper. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't want you to help me with my skyscraper. I got this because you're not gonna put the piece where it need to be. You want to put the piece horizontally when a bitch need to go vertical. You know what I mean? So that's how I look at it with my kids. Like, I don't, I don't need too many chefs in the kitchen. Back up, I got this. My mentor, she said to me once, um, because. Her son's father was trying to do the in and out thing, and she's she's a woman of consistency. If you're not gonna be here, move. I'll take care of it myself. And she says to she says to me, she's like, you know, he keep hitting me up, but he be flaking. She's like, I wish he'd go somewhere. Don't he know I like to raise my kids by myself? And I'm like, the way she said it might have been misconstrued to somebody, but I understood because it's like. I don't need a whole bunch of different people trying to put their two cents into this coin jar. I got this. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I did a lot of talking. I it's know. time to roll up. Feels like a good therapy session. I know. It's <laughs> like we totally just went oh, tangent. It's like, oh, are you sure this is getting ignorant with it? Oh, this it's is getting to... in depth with it. Like, I'm, oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. Is it time to rename everything? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> So listen, I sincerely apologize for um, taking this beyond visual um, content review into my personal life, but you can blame Amari Allah for that. Well, hold up, why I get blamed for that? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you asked me something that took me left, and if 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 you didn't, when I started wandering left, you put the bag over my head and just pushed me further left in that direction. Like I on. keep telling you, there's going to be a narrative with this because this happens every single time. It's you. you start, I'm like, okay, let's dig deeper into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, tell me more about that. Well, bitch, no, we're talking about Greenlee. <laughs> okay, but... Oh, uh, all right. Did we cover everything? Can we wrap this up? Uh, you got me divulged in my feelings and shit. I'm feeling all raw and vulnerable. I don't even know if it's worth talking about Let It Snow. I'm gonna be honest with you. That was one of those white people movies. Do you remember the movie like um, Ten Things I Hate About You? Barely. That's how I feel about Let It Snow. I barely remember it. I mean, I know I just watched it the other day, but it was like it's one of those one, one and girl. done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. that's I think it's good for the killing an hour and a half. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like while folding clothes or something. It was a good folding clothes mm-hmm. movie in the background or something. You know, you can hit up your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever for a few minutes and then jump back in. Like, oh, okay. And yeah, you didn't moving. really miss that much if you do that either. It, at all, at all. And everybody looked alike, <gasps> except for the one lesbian girl with the red hair and the one black one and the one black girl and there's like one and the black boy. It was a black girl? The black boy. The singer. Oh, yeah, it is a black boy. There's, usually in them ensembles, there's like no black girls. That's very true. With the one token black guy. Yeah, they used to make sure there's like one dark minority, one light-skinned minority, and the rest is just white people. Mm. Oh, they also had to give the kid from Spider-Man, but it's like he's just there because he has star power. Not even star power, just because he's a recognized person. Like, I know you from somewhere. Okay, because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> did, I didn't even see the nigga. Wait, because the sad thing is when you said from Star Wars, I meant Spider-Man No but when you said Spider-Man I was thinking about the cartoon one The universe one that just came out I'm like he was in that shit Wow (laughs) It was the last Spider-Man I watched bro And then I actually enjoyed it Alright Only thing left Watch B Ooh, Bigger ended You should Just get Is it worth it? Get a BT plus child Just watch it just, I know it starts off talking about her cheating, trying to get some it big was, it was ghetto hard. dick, but then it evolves to bigger being more about more about becoming bigger people than it is about finding bigger penises. All right, so it's worth the watch. It evolves. It's the only thing with BT Plus, which doesn't even... You know what I really hate about that damn thing? They don't release new things every week. They don't talk about something that's coming out next month. It's just, it just exists right now. So, uh, okay. So maybe it was one of those, like, here, just put it out so we can say we got one too. Pretty much. Because even the website hasn't changed since it launched. Mm. They only mention First Wives Club, Bigger, and then it says Coming Soon with uh, two chess pieces. These niggas don't care. No. Oh, so BT don't market shit. I wonder if I could catch that on like the Fire Stick then, cause probably could. I oh, subscribe to BT Plus through Amazon, so it should be on the Fire Stick. Mm. Hmm. Mm. 
All right, I'll check it out because I did see something else. I can't like yo, you know what these the ads on like Instagram and Facebook and shit when you be going through stories and stuff, they throw me off so much because I I see things and then I can never remember where I see them. So I did see something about bigger, mm-hmm. but I can't remember what exactly they all said. I want to say it was maybe a decent review, but I remember thinking, oh, that's the show Amari was telling me about with all his damn penises. I know. That's such a terrible one. It started off just so... It just... Yeah, it just... Uh, but it's also BET, so you know, it's the beginning is always going to be like, really? Uh, but it's... It, so it's honestly, me, it's, Kayla, and I know you wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> but it honestly is the best show they've released since maybe Being Mary Jane. Mm. Not okay. no offense to Tyler Perry's the Oval Sisters and all that, cause you know Which I don't got Viacom, so I can't watch none of that. But still, oh, excuse me. Mm. Mm. So they had a let's just end things. I had a quote on Black Love yesterday. Oh. I know I'm not gonna go into it because I know it's a long thing already. But I just like this quote. It's from yes, Dondre. He's married to Sally Richardson Whitfield. I think his last name is Whitfield. He's the guy who played. Um, Slow it down. You said all of that very fast, and I was looking at your lips, and they were going extremely fast. So I'm pretty sure whomever is listening mm. can agree. Slow it down a little bit. You got real excited. <laughs> <laughs> Two steps back. Cause I heard Sally and Field. Okay, there's Sally Richardson Whitfield. Okay, gotcha. No relation, no relation to Lynn Whitfield. Okay. Which I had to figure out on my own. She's married to a man named Dondre Whitfield. Okay. Who played Remy, I think his name was on Queen Sugar. Okay, okay, gotcha. They're on this season. All they say is gold, gems, whatever you want to call it. Okay. He was talking about why people break up marriages and all that. And his quote was, most people change partners because they don't want to change themselves. And I thought that was a profound statement. Read that one more time for the people. Read it very clearly so that they can hear that gem that you just dropped. Most people change partners because they don't want to change themselves. Baby. Baby, if that is not a damn gem. Oh, you know what's, what's another gem? I heard um somebody said it on Facebook Live, I mean, on Instagram Live a while ago. She said, it's easier to break the mirror than to look in it. Mm. Baby. Uh, look at the face you just made, baby. That is just so... Ooh, you made that face like... Ooh, who made the collard greens? Mm. Yes. Those that those two. That, 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 very good quotes. I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that how we should end it from now on? With like a nice little quote? Oh, you know I got so many... Okay. Well, a, well, a quote and a recommendation. All right, there we go. All right, so we got your quote. What's your recommendation? Oh, that was big on BET Plus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, ooh, last Christmas is gonna make you cry. It's low key corny. Got a lot of George Michael music, but it's also really good though, cause it has this. Okay, let's take two steps. Emilia Clark plays a Yugoslavian immigrant who moves over to London, right? Okay. Because her family was around the time when it was Yugoslav War before that whole country broke up. Mm-hmm. So now they're around 2017, so Brexit's happening. Mm-hmm. So her family's doing a little bit of immigration issues because her mother has PTSD because she thinks that a KGB's going to break into the house and kill them. Okay. Her father's dealing with the fact that, you know, if you get if you're a doctor, psychologist, anything in one country, it doesn't transfer over. So mm. now he has to be a cab driver. 
So he's dealing with that. Her sister's gay. They will, they grew up. I don't know which kind of Catholic they are, but there's some kind of Catholic. Okay. So you know conflict there. And she just had open heart surgery. It's a lot going on there. It's also a holiday movie, so you know I was in love. Nice. <laughs> I love myself some dramatic holiday movies. Yeah, I can see. Like Holiday Rush, I'm going to like that. Yeah, no, I'll probably watch that because I his like His wife Rom- died in that movie. What's Rami? Rom- uh, whatever. Something in his last... It has an M to Something it. with an M in it. I like her, even though I never saw her in anything in my life. Who she- is she? She was somebody in a Star Trek TV series on CBS Plus or whatever it's called. Oh, there goes my guy. Just for context for people not watching, we're currently seeing Netflix a screensaver. Oh, yeah, Netflix a screensaver and Atypical just came up. I'm sorry. I just love that show. But all right. So that was his recommendation. Let me give you a quote. Um, well, actually, I already gave you a quote. I, I slid that um, quote. She gave you a quote. She gave you a whole lesson on child rearing. Yeah, I gave you a lot today. I think that was a matter of fact, half hour, 40 minutes of it too. Um, dollar sign pay Shonda Nicole cash at me for all the, the, the gems that I've dropped with you guys today. Matter of fact, I feel like you guys owe me. I gave you parenting. I gave you, um, a few chuckles. I gave you, I'm tired. <laughs> at this I point, gave you fatigue. <laughs> at this point, I'm just honestly waiting for the book. For how to raise a child and that's why I keep asking Shit. questions about it because between the way she raises AJ and the way that the Smiths raise their children if there could be some type of mix of that I'd be like listen not for nothing I know people who say that the Smith children are weird but the motherfuckers is happy and they're kind of brilliant yeah but you know what when you happy you get the space to 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 do that to feel that to find that brilliance like but that's also why i so enjoy and respect you for because you ain't rich like them yet you basically on the same damn path listen because it's all right you're gonna have look you're gonna have me go on to it's, <laughs> it's important like if nothing else it's important for my children to know happiness to know what it feels like to feel peace and to feel good and comfort within themselves. That's important for me. So when people say, oh, you don't sit there and tell me that you wouldn't have a problem if your child came to you and said they were gay. Bro, there's worse things in the world. My daughter tells me, well, she hasn't said it, you know, in the last year, but when she was like three, she kept always telling me, I want to be a boy. I want to see what it's like to be a boy. And I told her, listen, when you 18, we can have this conversation again. But until then, you you just got to wait. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, with, I, I'm not... If that's going to make her happy when she turned 18, well, I wouldn't suggest it at 18, but hell, you grown. So if that's going to make you happy, I'm going to support whatever. Look, that's going to make you happy. All right, bet. You don't need no money from me, right? All right, bet. <laughs> you feel me? That those that's, this is going to make you happy. Is it going to cost me? Saw you pimp juice. What we got to do? You need a ride? Can I have your apple juice when you get out? Because you know they give out a surgery. They give you a little apple that juice. That surgery is expensive. Expensive. Yeah, no. Even it, for the breast reduction. But guess I mean. what? It wouldn't be mine to pay for. Hmm. Guess what? I brought you in the world with titties. If you don't like it, you pay for them to go away. Cause you ain't my to business. Pay to deliver that child. Listen. I did not know it was so expensive. Don't to get me fucking. Don't get me started. Don't get me started because ooh, Don't get me started because <laughs> first of all, they don't even tell you like they get you get mad doctors coming in and out. So next time I have a child, I'm having a soup like a a birthing. Girl. A doula? Listen, this is I, stuff I need to write down from 
when I'm ready for my other podcast. But anybody who is thinking about having a child, get you a birthing plan. Now, in this birthing plan, you you want to include like all the things that you're okay with, set your boundaries, etc. Now, my next child, if I have another child in that birthing plan, I'm going to say, do not send no doctors in my room that is not in my network. They kept sending in doctors that were consulting with me, asking me how I feel. Oh, checking to see how far I dilated. These are things, you know, little things that I don't need you to do right now. Like I'm, I'm chilling. I'm cool. I'm, I'm waiting for my doctor to get here. So all of these doctors keep coming in and check on me. Now I got to pay these doctors that are not in my network. So we're not covered under my insurance. There was a neonatal doctor that was in there that checked my daughter's. I don't know what the fuck he did. Mm-hmm. The, it says it's this, the the sheet is called like a neonatal screening, a neonatal hearing screening or whatever. But I don't believe that was like the first. I don't believe that's the real hearing test that they do. Either way, eleven hundred dollars. Eleven hundred dollars for what? What did you do? Like yo, they seriously like have a birthing plan before you go because. they tried it like I was looking at that hospital bill I stopped taking the perks because I didn't need them like I have a high tolerance for pain so first day I took the perks second day he tried to offer them to me no I didn't so I looked at the the hospital bill they charging like hella money for like 20 something dollars for perk bitch I'm not that hurt bro you could give me a Tylenol and some water and I'm just gonna lay down take a nap I'm good bro like they they will they will rape you if you look at the stuff that you pay for when you go to the hospital like the the stuff that you have to pay for in the hospital itself is bad enough but then you get the doctors like i'm sorry sir i'm not trying to be rude to you when you come in and say good evening and i ask you do you accept my insurance and you say you're the only doctor on call and i say well if you don't accept my insurance that's fine i'll wait for another doctor because that one conversation <laughs> is very costly, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like I put, like it, the that hospital bill was expensive, like super expensive. And then on top of that, like the the insurance company was playing around because I had AJ when I was 26. Mm-hmm. So I was like, not only did I have AJ when I was 26, but I had her. I went into labor on my birthday. Had her the day after my birthday, which happens to be at the end of the month. So. It was like, everything was like a rush of, okay, is there going to be laps? Is she going to be covered? Insurance company told me, oh, no, she'll be covered. She'll be fine, mm-hmm. right? So I said, okay, well, I'm going to stay on my dad's insurance until November 1st, right? My insurance company. No, his insurance company. Oh, you're covered, but your kid isn't covered. The kid came out of me. Kid can't do nothing right now. <clears throat> and I'm like, but the guy that I called said otherwise he said that the kid would be covered otherwise i would have got off of my dad's insurance and started my own you know and had that moved up sooner you know what i mean that's such a technicality because a child can't even survive without you but the thing is that one conversation cost me so much money because the guy on the phone said your kid is covered okay fine I don't have to change anything. That's fine. So when I had her for like the first four days, she wasn't covered because of their error. But they don't care about stuff like that. They just want their money. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They paid as little of as possible. And then that's it. So, yeah, it's all a scam. 
So if you can catch your own baby, catch your own baby. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. If you can reach down in between your legs and get a good squat and just get a fucking, what's that, a baseball mitt, you'll be straight. <laughs> you'll be straight. Catch your own baby because these hospitals and stuff is a scam. And now, ladies and gentlemen, while this baby title getting ignorant with it, we went in depth with it instead. Yeah, oops. so in depth. I feel like if you know somebody that could get Shonda a book at this point, it seems she's pretty much ready for it. I don't need no book. I need a bottle of wine. Should have that conversation. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not used to it yet. This is episode four, and we've been pretty much building up your tolerance. <laughs> Let's be real. Word up. All right. I'm Shonda Nicole. You can catch me at, at Shonda Nicole one on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, Shonda Nicole on Facebook regularly, but that's for AJ. So if you like AJ, follow her at Shonda Nicole on Facebook. And I'm Amari. I love pretty much you type in wherever I look, wherever you go, you'll get the website, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you're looking for me, I barely post on Twitter. So, yeah, I don't recommend that. So, this was Getting Ignorant With It, which may very well be titled, be titled to Getting In-Depth With It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we thank you for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, I'm just going to... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.